sun is bright, our shirts are clean, we're sitting up above the sea. Come on and share this jam with me. Peach or plum or strawberry, any kind is fine. You see, come on and share this jam with me. I'll do my best to give this jam the sweetness it deserves. And I'll keep it fresh. I'm jamming on these tasty preserves. Ingredients in harmony, we mix together perfectly. Come on and share this jam with me. Yeah. 106.5 WPPM, Philly, Black Triples on deck, here to wreck the set, the best that it gets, let's go, come on. Coming at you with hurricane force, intense as a landslide, cool as a slap on the black hand side, exceptional collective, the tribe of five. The source to put forth the liveest vibe, the place to go when you search and seek for some space to satisfy your urban geek. Prude city dudes or suburban freaks, we the perfect break for your working week. Live on the set from the home of Philly Cam, all across the airwaves to all my Philly fam. Direct and effective five-headed Philly clan, all around the world we rep for Philly, man. Shout out to all my geeks and nerds, Black Tribbles is here and what we speak is heard. Come and get a taste of the Thursday night flavors. Spider traces, phases, and lightsabers. We created a council, formed a federation. Metropolis, Gotham, New York, all across the nation. Choose your designation. Get indoctrinated. Take the oath of allegiance. Increase the population. One triple, two triple, three triples, four. Five triples combined to make millions more. The people power to media. Let's get online. It's our time to shine with black triples. Prime, prime, prime. From the beautiful studios of WPPM LP 106.5 FM, Philly, Camden, holla if you hear me, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and kittens, children of all ages, put your hands together for another live edition of Black Tribbles Prime. Hey! 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 My name is Len, a.k.a. The Bat Tribble. And as always, I am joined in this lovely studio by... What's up? What's up? You miss me, darn it. Your girl over here looking flyer than Garnet. What's up? It's your girl Kennedy, also known as that Mikey Chick, better known as Storm Tribble. What's good? Live from the 215 till the day I die. Two Tribbles, one mic. It's the man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> Master Tribble, E-Mag, how you living? Going above and beyond and even bolder. I'm still cracking up because Kennedy just sneezed on Emac's shoulder. <laughs> it's your boy Jay Rich, the Spider Tribble. I missed him. I missed him. He was being Yo, you wet his whole back. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like he just got back from a Spartan race. He wet. That's <laughs> ah, because he is a Spartan. Oh. oh. Extra special, extraterrestrial, up on the pedestal. I'm the one to test to. Born from a test tube, the all natural dude. Your man, our son, the voice of reason. A.K.A. Super Triple. 
in your mom's basement. Yeah. I thought he was gonna say born from a testicle. Nope. But he didn't. It was a test tube. But yeah. you know, uh, going, he got he got me. I got he got me. Yeah. Flipped no it. No testicles here. Flipped it. Flipped it. And rocking out on Facebook Live, as always, ladies and gentlemen, we have... What it do, y'all? It's your mama's favorite nephew, Cousin Muscles here, a.k.a. Swole Brother Number 1, the Super Saiyan Triple. What it do? We have a packed show for you this evening, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Yeah. We are going to be speaking with author Chris McDonald about his great new book that has hit the scenes. It is Steven Universe, Art and Origins, going deep deep, deep into the behind-the-scenes world of Cartoon Network's hit cartoon animated series. I guess uh, cartoon has to be animated. So there you go. (laughs) Um, So we're going to be talking with Chris. Yes. And we are also going to be finding out about a very cool film festival uh, coming your way this weekend, The Real Sisters of the Diaspora. Film festival in their twentieth year. Twentieth year, they oh, one more year they'll be able to drink. Hey, it's lit. Hey, hey, pregame. How you doing? <laughs> no, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> Creepy voice. As always, ladies and gentlemen, we ask you to get involved, be a part of the show. You can hit us up, follow us on Facebook and Twitter, and Instagram and Tumblr at Black Tribbles. You can also holler at us in the Facebook group, Triple Nation. The phone lines are open-ish right now. Open-ish. Open-ish. 215-923-9776. That's 215-923-WPPM. As always, we are streaming live and direct on phillycam.org slash radio. Yeah. Hey, Tribbles. Hi. Yo. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? Yeah. How you doing? Mm, I like your socks. Yes. I wanted to uh, take a real quick moment, if y'all, if you Tribbles didn't mind, and uh, speak about a, a little bit of a serious topic that's been going on. Um, you know, along with the madness that's going on in Washington D.C., one of the big things that's been dominating the news lately has been the um, the fall from grace from lo- uh, noted film producer Harvey Weinstein for his um, uh, let's just say his uh, proclivities yes his His buffoonery yes buffoonery I like that better for his buffoonery uh, and it it certainly led to his downfall Um, and it's a shame because like if you believe the the stories this is um, and I don't mean the stories of the women that have come out uh, with their, uh, you know, stories and accusations against him. I mean, if you believe the stories that this has been pretty much an open secret in Hollywood for oh so many years, uh, it's a shame that this uh, this type of thing is just coming out now. And, and but thankfully, the results are what they what they are. Um, but I think that um, it's it's telling. Now that in today's society that these women can come out with these stories uh, and they can feel heartened not only by other women bolstering bolstering their stories, but by also other men bolstering their stories as well. Uh, We spoke about that a little bit last week when we were um, talking about uh, Terry Crews coming out with his stories. Um, 
but one of the things that has been missing, I, th I think, because, you know, the the geek world, you know, is, is large, but it's not maybe not quite so large. A lot of people may not know that there have been similar accusations, maybe not quite as damning and certainly some not near as violent, but there have been serious accusations against a couple of people in the geek community as well that have recently come to light. I'm speaking of Harry Knowles, who's uh, behind Ain't It Cool News, one of the longest running really uh, geek and movie uh, websites out there. Um, accusations have been kind of like in the filtering in the air over the years about him as well, uh, but it's only recently that that has led it's all come crashing down on it at cool news and um they fired him right yeah he got fired yeah and fired from his own website yeah right Ooh. as it is Ouch. um and then uh and this may be a little a, a little lesser known name but andy signor who is the creator and main creative force behind um you you'll probably know this uh Randy, um, what is it? Oh God, the, it, uh, the 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 trailers, honest trailers. Yeah, 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 the honest trailers, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the voice, dude. The the, 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 the guy that created it. Oh, the guy yeah. that created it. And then, um, yep, he he had a lot of stuff coming down against him as well. Uh, same accusations, and which led to him being fired. Yep, as well. Uh, and you know. He, you never like to see anybody lose a job, but if you're doing that that type of stuff, then you then know you lose your job. You lose your job. Yo, the, the wildest thing about Harvey was uh, what's her name? Uh, Courtney Love said something like '95. Oh, like I say, people have been saying about this stuff about like Courtney Love put it out there in '95. She they were like, you know, would you have any advice to you know young ladies coming to to Hollywood or whatever? She was like. Uh, yeah, don't go. Uh, if Harvey Weinstein invites you to a, a, a to the Four Seasons, don't go. She put it out there, and it was like, meh. People have been putting it out this out there for for years. Um, that, them and her and Thirty Rock. Thirty Rock has mad jokes about like the the, the blonde several girl. Little jokes yeah, against. several little about how she like uh, she's. There was one where she was like she she turned down Harvey Weinstein like three out of five times. Or something yeah. like that, and it was just just real quick, and you know they kept it moving. Yeah, but see, but that's the thing. You it, people been have been make, making jokes, you know, kind of like uh, secret um, jokes that either you catch or you don't catch for years about Harvey Weinstein. But the stories about Harry Knowles and and Andy Signar, because the the geek community, as big as it is, uh, unfortunately, as we have talked about, is still. To a degree, a misogynistic cess cesspool at times. Um, those stories have been kind of like just, just allowed to stay, stay hidden, stay under the under the shelf. And I think that it is very heartening that in the most recent days, that not only has Harvey Weinstein uh, had his downfall, but these two gentlemen have had their downfall as well. Um, I think that speaks about maybe. And uh, an enlightenment, a maturity coming to this uh, this culture and and our little you know community that we have here. One would hope. One would, One hope would so. certainly hope. One would hope so. So I I just wanted to uh, play that out and you know lend the Black Tribbles uh, 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 hand to all of the people uh, 
applauding those women who came forth against Harry, against uh, Andy Signar, and um, got the results that was, you know, the saw the right results uh, meted out. So I just wanted to say, you know, more props to you. And as always, we have put it out there with our hashtag misogyno campaign that if anyone ever wants to, you know, take to our airwaves to share their stories, be it if they don't want to give their names or however, they are always welcome to. This is always a welcome place. This is a safe place for uh, that type of conversation. Um, so I just wanted to get that out of the way right at the top. Cool. All right. Okay. Yeah. On with the show, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we have on the line, I think we actually have one of the people behind this great film festival, Real Sisters of the Diaspora. I believe we have Tamika Miller on the line. Hello, Tamika. Yes. Hi. Hello. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks for having me. Sure, of course. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, yeah, I can't complain. Dope. You know, life is, life is good. I uh, went to see a movie today um, uh, to, you know, just get inspired. And uh, I don't know how inspired I was, but. What, mo- what movie I'll was say, it? I'll say, Shade, what movie was it? Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> Um, I went to see the Florida Project. Oh, I've by heard about the uh, the director Sean Baker, who did uh, Tangerine. That film, Tangerine, yeah, yeah. And that's so, a film. If I remember, if I remember the stories, because I haven't seen it, but if I remember the yeah. stories about it, is a, a film that basically stars a whole lot of like first uh, first time actors. Uh, t- exactly takes place yeah. uh, all in around like uh, like this apartment uh, complex, and I think the only name of, right. of note is Willem Dafoe in that film, right? That that is correct. Willem Dafoe is is really anchoring the film, and it's uh, the other co stars co leads are kids and um, unknown actors. Um, in fact, Sean Baker found one of the lead actresses on like. YouTube or Instagram or, you know, some kind of social media platform and thought she had a great look and great vibe about her and all the videos she would post and he cast her. And uh, so it's definitely a real people casting kind of film with Willem Dafoe really being the, um, you know, the the anchor as a seasoned actor in it. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, so yeah, it was... uh, yeah, I'm still processing it. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. That. Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure you have a number of things to process, though. Tamika just won uh, an yeah. award for her film yeah. "Smoked." Uh, you won the yes. best narrative sh- short film award from Real Sisters Film Fest. That was on the seventh, correct? That you got mm. those. Um, that was actually just a couple of nights ago. Oh, that was on the seven- on the seventeenth. Um, and, uh, I was, uh, yeah, I went to New York to accept the award and I was in New York for about 24 hours. Uh, I, I live in Los Angeles, so I flew out for the ceremony and, and this, uh, you know, it's just a great honor, um, to, uh, to be given the award and, uh, just so nice that my, my short film has been so well received, um, and uh, and smoke just I guess for your audience uh, really quickly is uh, about uh, twelve grand jurors deliberating whether to indict or not indict 
a police officer who allegedly killed a man during an arrest. And um, and yeah, it was really in, it was a story that was born out of my genuine desire to be a fly on the wall during the Eric Gardner grand jury deliberations and um, just wanting to know how those jurors in that particular case came to the decision that they came to and not to indict the, the police officer, even though we had video footage and this police officer had a bit of a, a record of, of discrimination. And so, um, and those transcripts are sealed. So I was, um, you know, it was just uh, something I wanted to, to tackle. And um, I wrote the script fairly quickly, I know, a couple, two, three days, and then was shooting about four weeks later and uh, had a great cast of 12 actors in one room. And, uh, and it all worked out. That's fantastic. Yeah. It's good to see yeah. that, that you were recognized for it as well. Yeah. No, like, I'm really, really grateful for, for, the, for the honor. Um, Real Sisters, um, I mean, what can I say? Uh, it's, it's my first time participating in the festival. And I've, I've had, um, this is my third short narrative film um, in, in my career as a director. Um, and I'm, I'm really, I guess, proud to say I, I hadn't thought about this just until a couple of days before um, that all three of my short films have actually won a film festival. And I was like, wow, that's pretty that's pretty cool. When I really sort of sat back to reflect on that. And, three out of um, three. And, Holy cats. <laughs> right. The bar has been set. <laughs> Well, you know. I mean, you know, it's I demand excellence. You know, I don't know what you guys do in Philly, but uh, this is how I roll on a regular. Uh, but uh, but Real Sisters, I mean, have been uh, just wonderful. And uh, they they I, I, I was out in New York for an earlier event in the month where the film screened and and there was a wonderful, lively discussion um, afterwards with the audience members. And uh, again, you know, Real Sisters has, uh, has really embraced me as a filmmaker and the film. And um, yeah, I, I mean, I can't, I can't say enough good things about the festival. Um, and Smoked will be screening this upcoming weekend as part of the official festival. Uh, it will screen on Saturday at the Magic Johnson Theaters in Harlem um, at around four, a little bit after four o'clock um, on Saturday. So, uh, so if you're in New York or somewhere nearby, if you want to check it out, please do. That's dope. Dope. And you can get all of the the schedule for the Real Sisters of the Diaspora Film Festival and lecture series at realsisters.com. That's R E E L S I S T E R S dot com. Real Sisters of the Diaspora is dedicated to providing opportunities for women of color film filmmakers to advance their careers in the film industry. And I think that. That you know, they they were established in 1997, as we said. They're in their, their 20th year, um, right? It's and I think it's telling to uh, uh, to a degree, um, some good, some bad. That here it is in its 20th year, and this film festival is still such a vital thing that is necessary in this film industry. Uh, in, Absolutely. In, in an industry where we were just, I was just talking about it with someone about how, um, 
we have we have um the Queen Sugar on the own mm-hmm. network with, uh, right. produced by Ava du- DuVernay is really one right. of the first chances that you've seen a noted director like Julie Dash get back behind the, the camera, you know, since yes. since Daughters yes. of the Dust, you know, and think of, yes. you would have thought the doors would have opened up for her after that amazing film. So that right. just proves, you, it proves to you exactly how vital something like yes. Real Sisters is, right? Oh, I mean, you, yeah, you hit the nail right on the head. I mean, it's, you know, speaking of Ava DuVernay and Queen Sugar in particular, you know, what, what Ava is doing and empowering um, women directors, um, women directors of color, and giving them an opportunity that they wouldn't otherwise have, quite frankly, which is to direct TV. Um, and, you know, uh, from, from Julie Dash and Nima Barnett, um, who's been in the game for a long time, to, you know, indie directors who've done an independent film who clearly um, have a command of the craft, but, you know, have struggled to to get into that television, you know, door, if you will. And um, Ava, with just, just, with just a phone call, has, uh, has changed people's lives and careers and, um, you know... Um, uh, I, I hope I hope to be on her radar myself <laughs> soon, hey. <a> later. <laughs> well, we're besties, you know? so it's only a matter of time. So okay. here, here's the thing. I'm kidding. But Ava, if you're listening, girl, call me. Um, here's the thing. All guests on Black Tribbles yeah. get their own yeah. Tribble designation, right? Everybody becomes a oh. part of Tribble Nation. So you come up with yeah. a name that uh, describes where your geek lies. So I'm the Storm Tribble. With me, we have the Master Tribble, the Spider Tribble, uh, Super Tribble, Bat Tribble. There's a little Tribble on my chin. Uh, we have a Tribble yeah. called Quest. There's, uh, you know, no Tribble at all as well. So Tamika Miller, yes. Yes. filmmaker, ext- filmmaker extraordinaire. Yes. What would be your Tribble designation? Oh, well, that's easy. That's easy. I, I am um, I'm Obi-Wan. Can I be Obi-Wan? Obi-Wan Tribble? Do we have an Obi-Wan Tribble? I don't think we have an Obi-Wan Tribble. Holy cats, we do now! All right, but wait. Sorry, I got excited. I I just got to ask, why did you say Obi-Wan? I'm I'm curious real quick. You know, because I'm I'm kind of a Star Wars geek, and and when I was a little kid, I don't know, probably nine, ten years old, I went through this phase where I would don this cape, and I would walk around, little black girl in the hood, and wanted people to call me Obi-Wan, like Obi-Wan Kenobi. So I, uh, yeah, so I'm totally, you know, like I have a ringtone that's like Yoda's voice. Nice. So so I don't know. Obi-Wan just sort of came to me. Um, So, I mean, is that okay? Is that that be an official, I don't know. It's not a Trek thing. But no, it's no, kind of it's perfect. That is a okay. There's say- nothing wrong with where your geek <laughs> lies, baby. <laughs> you just made Master Triple's night. So, because we are an official sanctioned nation, there is an oath to declare one citizenship, uh, and I'm going to leave that up to the Master Jedi Triple himself. <laughs> All right. So it's a fairly painless procedure. All you have to do is repeat after me. Yes. I'm a triple furry. I'm a triple true. I'm a triple furry. I'm a triple. True. True. From the way I roll to the way I coo. 
from the way I roll to the way I coo. So it shall it be said, so it shall it be done. Yeah. Welcome, everyone, to the nation. Stand to be counted. We finally oh, have an Obi-Wan, Tribble. An Obi-Wan. I'm going to send you some old socks. Now, I'm going to just send you a pair of used socks. It would be fantastic. Now, you know, now to, make it, to make it totally official, Tamika, you know you got to slip Obi-Wan Tribble into the next film. Somehow you've got to slip that in. <laughs> oh, oh that's, that's easy. That's easy. That's easy. Nice. Well, well I'll figure it out. <laughs> Challenge. Challenge accepted. Or, or just happen to be like, oh, my favorite radio show is Black Tribbles. <laughs> just listening to Black Tribbles for no reason. And Ava going to be like, I know them. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tamika, so much. Best of luck in everything that you do here on and henceforth. You thank you guys and ladies so so much. And I just want to do a quick plug. Sure. Something I just launched called um Black Films Travel. And films is plural. Blackfilmstravel.com. It's uh just a, an an apparel uh company I just launched to dispel the myth that black films don't make money overseas. Mm. It's some great looking apparel and uh, you know hoodies and and shirts and I just wanted to uh to, to plug it to your uh, your listeners and please check it out. Check out the website and support and uh you know, let's speak power to truth. Yeah. Said and done. Black films travel. Thank you Tamika. Uh thank you. Be well. Take you care. Too. You too. Bye-bye. O- Obi-Wan Tribble. Why did nice. it take us so long to get an Obi-Wan Tribble? I feel like we did at one point, and then they, you know, they, they, was a they long fell time off. ago. Exactly. Oh, their, their, their citizenship dues lapsed? Quite. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Just dismissed. Bye. Oh, you're already dismissed. Get out. Yeah, pretty much. That's what happened. That's what happened. Um, we tried to run that census a couple years ago, remember? Um, to, and people who hadn't, you know, registered were... Yeah, to call back then, in. Then they reclaim um, your name. Yeah, their Obi Wan Triple didn't call back in. So hey, Tamika yeah. Miller is the new improved. That's what happens when you won with the force. Hey, she's she's the Ewan McGregor Obi Wan Triple. No, too soon. Yeah. All right. No, I don't. I don't. You, She'd you, be cooler than Obi Wan. Ewan, Ewan McGregor was cool, but I think she would prefer to be that. The original. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Just I, saying. I mean, like you know, if I had my choice, right, right, right. Probably right. not. No. You wouldn't want to be the Alex Guinness? Yo, he had no fight game. Alex did nothing. Yo, he, oh, here he we really go. didn't. He really he here, stood here there. We he go. stood there. Ewan McGregor made Obi-Wan what he is, not Alex McGinnis. No, I don't think so. Uh, what, he he had presence he when he stood there. Like, and that's all he did. he did came after his de- departure. Well, yes, but he died on purpose, remember? Yeah, he his let, death was whack. He let yeah, Vader he kill did, him. and it was... It he was, let Vader kill him. He's the only one in the Star Wars yeah. universe that got hit with a lightsaber and just disappeared. Right, right, right. It just Nobody else did that. I mean, because that's he was, he was strong with the Force. When Yoda yeah. died, he also disappeared. Yeah, I think that makes him a little bit more G. Exactly. See, that's what I'm like, saying. Like, your man Darth Maul got cut in half. And, and Obi-Wan was like, all right, peace. Right, like, that's, I'm going. That's a little bit more gangster. Like, Force, it's actually a lot more gangster. He's and like, again, I'm, I'm good. like I say, he didn't lose. Yeah, no, he, yeah, he gave up. Yeah, yeah, he gave up. Yeah, he was like, nah, no. No, he didn't give up, give not up. give up. Give I mean, up. That's that's that, that pace the back. He let it go. He he let go. Let it go. I was waiting. I was waiting. I was waiting. <laughs> Somebody tackle him. Right. <laughs> that's gonna be my new response. I mean, Yoda did kind of fade out, but Yoda was Yoda. over nine hundred years old. Yeah, he he. That was that was time that took him. Like time took him. True. But yeah, so Ewan McGregor, 
made Obi Wan what he is. Yeah, he probably yeah, he really did. He didn't make him a G. He from did. a from a visual standpoint, he absolutely did. He did. Them fights. Them fights though. Absolutely. So and it, it, yeah, just the, the Yeah, you can't sit there and see my the, man in his twilight and be like, Oh, you're you know, Obi Wan. I'm like, ah, he was the first Obi Wan, but you're not like the Obi Wan. Like that's not gonna be the Obi Wan Obi Wan spinoff movie. He is kind of the Obi-Wan. Well, you know what? I think we have a caller on on the line. Hello, caller. Who's this? Hi. Yes, this is Carolyn Botts from Real Sisters. Hey, Carolyn. You can help us. Um, maybe you can help us uh, solve a, uh, a little debate that we've got going on here. If you could be <laughs> any Obi-Wan, would you want to be the Alex Guinness Obi-Wan Kenobi or the Ewan McGregor Obi-Wan Kenobi? Oh, wow. The Alex Guinness. <laughs> See? <laughs> okay, that's one vote for Alec, and we have like 12 for, oh, yes. for Ewan. Yeah, but did you not hear? This is Carolyn of Real Sisters. This is a real sister talking. Done. <laughs> Thank you. It's, it's wonderful to be on your show. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Congratulations on your 20th anniversary. I know. I'm so excited. Oh, my goodness. It's amazing. So so tell us, tell us where Real Sisters came from. Uh, uh, and and where you hope to take it because this is incredible. Twentieth anniversary is a heck of a landmark. Well, yeah, it is. It's not um, easy um, doing the festival. It's 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 like a, a labor of love. It's a lot of work. We organize a whole year. We have a committee of seven uh, women, and um, basically, it just came from the fact that you know less than one percent of um, um, women of color are hired in Hollywood as directors. And I thought, why not just create an outlet where we're empowering ourselves and we're creating venues where we can enjoy the films that we want to see um, and the films that Hollywood is, Hollywood is not making. It's incredible. And that's how you do it, right? You, yeah. you, you, you create the thing you want to see in the world. Yeah, basically. You be the change. Right, exactly. Very cool. So I was running through some of the uh, some of the films that will be featured at this year's festival. Uh, I know you're not you're probably not supposed to pick favorites, but do you have any favorites so far? <laughs> oh, I can't say that. Oh, <laughs> all right. All your children you love in a different way. That's true. So all the films that are in the festival, I really, really have fallen in love with. Ooh. So, I mean, I could say, you know, depending on what type of mood you were in, what do you want to see? Right, right, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, um, there's a very short film called um, Proclamation Punctuation, and you, and it's a fashion film. And it's really about declaring, like, your beauty. Uh, and it's also um, kind of a fun, humorous um film that deals with um, a person's love for the exclamation point over the period. <laughs> so that's, that's one um, film that's really popular. That's that, kind of like uh, Schoolhouse Rocks. <laughs> that's what I was about to say. It sounded like a Schoolhouse Rock type of thing. Like, yeah. Yeah, I guess you can say that with a fashion twist. Yeah, I, I, I would be about that. See, yeah, that, yeah. So that would make me happy. Yeah, that would be, yeah, yeah. That's an inspirational film. Okay. Um, and then, um, did, do you have? I don't. There's a director who did a um, smoke. I think she's going to be on if she's on later or is she on now. We actually just spoke to Tamika. Yeah, Tamika. She, yep. She, she is all sworn into the Triple Nation and everything. Yeah. Oh, I love it. <laughs> That's another really um, great 
powerful film that uh, we have in the festival um, that people are talking about and they're enjoying. Um, so she told you, you know, what the film is about. But the, what I liked about it is that there's so many different characters in that short film and um, talking from different perspectives, whether they're going to indict um, a cop or not. And, you know, this is an issue that, um, you know, we're fighting for it. We're fighting for justice. So I love, um, you know, that's one of the films that um, are very popular. Cool. Yeah, that sounds real. That sounds really cool. It sounds like almost like a like a short Twelve Angry Men type, type <laughs> yeah. thing. So that's why I'm I'm really interested in checking that out. Wait, are are they short? Um, there's some long um films, but the, a lot of them are short films. Um, there's also Black Enough. It's an animated film. That's another uh, film that people really um, appreciate. And and we have a whole family section to Real Sisters this year. I'm really excited about that. Yeah. So in Brooklyn, if you want to bring your family out, you know, enjoy some nice food and films, uh, we're doing that at the Alamo in Brooklyn. That's nice. That that's it, it. It's cool that y'all have like an animated film because I think. A lot of times you don't get to really see the work of uh, black animators, you know, highlighted. At, at Especially black female am- animators yeah. as well. That's good no, stuff. I agree. Uh, I want to see more an- animated films by women of color. I mean, I really want to see more. Um, and I was like, you know, that's an area that people um, we're not being hired or represented represented in and you'd think there would be more because you know you're touching young minds you're touching you know young kids like instead of having like um you know um like a cinderella story you know why can't we have more stories that reflect who we are that's true represent hashtag representation matters hey man yeah so uh, Real Sisters of the Diaspora Film Festival will take place this weekend in New York City, uh, October 21st and October 22nd. And I just want to be clear, there's stuff going on at the Magic Johnson Theater in Harlem and in this other location you were talking about in Brooklyn, right? The Alamo. The Alamo. Yeah, and Harlem, uh, we're doing all the like general interest films for adults. Um, and in Brooklyn, like you said, it's all family-oriented films that you could bring your young people, your kids, and teens to. And, you know, there's also going to be um, a section at Alamo on the 21st on um, teens who want to go into filmmaking. Nice. So it's, it's going to be powerful, and, and Magic is going to be hot. Um, actually, on the Sunday in, at Magic, on the 22nd, we're doing a Sunday Day of Activism. Uh, we're we're talking about you know issues and films related to you know empowerment. Uh, we have a portrait of Janie uh, and call her blessed. A portrait of Janie, which is about um, an activist in Bed Stuy who you know knew Shirley Chisholm and worked with her on issues like with you know getting school rights and um, just you know education advocate. So we're doing like a whole theme around activism on Sunday. That's tremendous. That's fantastic. I, I, here's to 20 more years of Real Sisters of the Diaspora Film Festival. 20. I wish it was 24. 20. No, I said 20 more years. Oh, 20 more. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were trying to give me four extra years. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I could. I, we could easily. Yeah. That's a that's a number to backspace in a 
keystroke. Anyway, listen. So, Carolyn, all guests who come on to Black Tribbles, they become a part of Tribble Nation. Just like Tamika did, you now have the opportunity to choose a Tribble designation, which, which tells us where your geek lies. Now, I'm the Storm Tribble. I have a Master Tribble here, a Super Saiyan Tribble, a Spider Tribble. I have a Bat Tribble. Uh, Tamika just became Obi-Wan Tribble. Oh. So, what would you like your Tribble designation to be? Oh, wow. <laughs> um... Um, a horror triple. I think we have a new horror triple. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, sorry. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of triples out there. Yeah. We we oh, are so I have vast. To get another triple. You, you gotta dig deep. Now and now, yeah. mind you, it doesn't have to be Star Trek related. It, yeah, you really want it to be, you know, if you can, something that speaks to where your geek lies. Like, um, I'll tell you, right there in the heart of of Brooklyn, Simone Missick, who plays uh, Misty Knight on Netflix, Luke Cage. She was a guest on the show, and she is Diary of a Mad Black Tribble. <laughs> While the voice of Wonder Woman, Susan Eisenberg, she you would think she would do something Wonder Woman related, but she's a, she's a soap opera head. She loves soap operas. Okay. So she is um, the guiding Tribble, <laughs> much like the guiding light. <laughs> so, so it, it really speaks to where where your geek is. Who are you, Carolyn? You want do you, you want your triple de- designation to be that, a- that speaks to me exactly. Yeah. Wow, that's really beautiful. Um, well, can I be a Octavia Butler triple? I publish um, a literary magazine, and Octavia Butler is one of my favorite authors. I think we have an Octavia Butler triple. Oh, What's no. your favorite? Oh, girl, I told you we fast. We out here. So listen, what is your favorite character from one of Butler's books? Let's do it that way. Mm. Okay. This, this is going to be hard too. She's like, I gotta pick one. <laughs> yeah, I know it's just too many. Oh, too many. God, I did. I, oh man, can I just be a Carol triple? That's me. <laughs> Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. A cow triple? A carol. A carol triple. A carol, carol triple. Nice. Yeah, you nice. can do that. That's kind of, I'm kind of geeky. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, there you go. You can be geeky about yourself. So, it is not official until the master triple says so. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay, so all you have to do is repeat after me. Mm-hmm. I'm a triple furry. I'm a triple true. I am a triple furry, and I'm a triple true. From the way I roll to the way I coo. From the way I roll to the way I coo. So shall it be said, so shall it be done. Welcome, a Carol Tribble to the nation. Stand to be counted. Beautiful. I'm going to send you a dirty spatula. Why would you why would you do that though? Because I'm a classy guy. I don't know. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay. All right, Cal, Roland, real quick, where can folks find out more about the Fin Festival this weekend? Yeah, people can go to realsisters.org and all the information is um there. Just come out. That's it. Just come out. Come through. Come. October 21st to 22nd. Excellent. Thank you so much, Carolyn. A Carol triple, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Yay! So nice. Thank I got you. My own personalized triple. There you go. There you go. Own your triple, girl. Own it. <laughs> I'm going to hashtag it, too. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Make sure you hashtag or tag us so we can, you know. Yeah, so we can retweet that or repost it. Put Blow it out it up. there. Blow it up. I'm doing it. All right. Excellent. All Thank right. you so much. Thank you. All right.
Take care. Have a blessed day. You too. You too. Yo, black women running things. Ow. That's all right with me. The Real Sisters of the Diaspora Film Festival. Ladies and gentlemen, go to realsisters.com. That's R-E-E-L-S-I-S-T-E-R-S.com. For more information about that great film festival going on in New York this weekend, we are going to take a quick pause for the cause, and then on the other side, we will have the author, Chris McDonald. Yes. Yes. In the building to talk about Steven Universe art and origins. He also wrote a book about Adventure Time. I know we got a lot of Adventure Time fans. We're going to find nice. out, you know, what is the secret sauce behind Cartoon Network's great hit series right here on Black Tribbles Prime on WPPM LP 106.5 FM. Philly, we'll, we'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. Why don't you talk to each other? Why don't you talk to each other? Just give it a try. Why don't you talk about what happened? I know you're trying to avoid it, but I don't know why. You might not believe it. You might not believe it, but you got a lot in common. You really do. Both love me and I love both of you. Look, if I were you, I'd hate me too. I don't hate you. But I knew how you felt about Rose and I stayed anyway. That wasn't the problem. Then what was? She fell in love with you. Well, you know Rose. She She always always did did what what she she wanted. wanted. (laughs) I know you both need it. I know you both need someone who knows what you're going through. You might not believe it. You might not believe it, but you got a lot in common. You really do. You both love me. Ladies and gentlemen, WPPMLP 106.5 FM Philly Cam Radio in Philly. Camden. Holla if you hear me. Streaming live on phillycam.org. Coming your way on your FM radio. Hit us up. The phone lines are now fully open. Hit us up. 215-923-9776. 215-923-WPPM. We were popular. We're very popular. People Power Media coming your way. And we've got a certain kind of people here in the building with us tonight, ladies and gentlemen. We have author 
animator, cartoonist, the man. He does it all. Everything with pens. He's, he's, he's the man with pens. It is Chris McDonald in the studio, ladies and gentlemen, the author behind Steven Universe Art and Origins. Give him a hand. Yay. Hello. 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 I'm here. Oh, wow. Dude, that voice. <laughs> do, do, do this me is my radio voice. Do, do me a favor. Say this. In a world. In a world. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have to. <clears throat> In a world. <laughs> I'm with it. I'm, 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 In a world. I, I'm, I'm in that world. <laughs> he's, he's, this mic. You're good. Mic. All right. He sounds kind of like uh, Spike Spiegel a little bit. Like Steve Blum. <gasps> yeah. Thank you, I think. Yeah, that's that's that's, dope. that's a couple. <laughs> that's a whole. Co- He's a thank you. I think. I yeah, think. Yeah, trust yeah, trust me. That's yeah. that's dope. So, Chris, thank you for coming coming in. You're, you're uh, to talk about this, this great tome that you have, the Steven Universe Art Arts and Origins. Um, we met at a when you did a signing at a Malcolm Comics and Coffee House. Yeah, because a show can't go by without mentioning that show. Nope, that, that store. Nope. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, that was my first time there. I really, was, I was really looking forward to to finally getting over there and had a great time. Yeah, that was it was man. You sold it out, man. It was it was thick Bruh, in there. It was yeah, deep in there. Oh my goodness gracious! Uh, there were people trying to get the book like before you got there. Like a guy showed up at like ten. Like oh, um, <laughs> somebody told me y'all was gonna have Steven Universe here. That's just what he said. I was like, yeah, the whole thing's gonna be here. The entire <laughs> Steven Universe is gonna the be studio here. Will be here. No, no. <laughs> he was mad that he couldn't get the book. Um, I think Ariel bought exactly the right amount of copies. Yeah, yeah she sold really out did. completely. They, yeah, they blew out of there real quick. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Why do you Why do you think that Steven Universe has taken such a hold of people's fascinations the way that it has? Oh, good question. I, I think everybody really connects with it on a on a personal level, and that's mm-hmm. that's like the the, the easiest answer for 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 that question is just. Uh, the fact that its its core is about family, mm-hmm. you know, a relationship, relationships. Uh, it's based on Rebecca's uh, relationship with her brother, Rebecca Steven. Sugar. Rebecca Sugar, the creator of the show, is inspired by her relationship with her uh, brother Stephen, who also works on the show. Yes, like it, as it, a background artist. Background artist, yeah, it does designer, like a lot of yeah. the painting and designing of the backgrounds. And yeah, exactly. And so I think just it's just got that um, I don't know. There's a realness to it. Where, where did where do you connect? Where did you? Where, what hooked you into the show? Oh, I just love everything about uh, the production the of cartoon animation. I'm okay. fascinated by the process. That's why I really like to do these books. Yeah. And uh, I'm a big fan of Rebecca Sugar's work. I knew about her work before she even got her own show. Before I, I think I was aware of her stuff before she was on Adventure Time too. She's just an incredible artist. Wow. And so I, I definitely was immediately connected to just the the artistry of uh, the people working on the show. I can dig that. When, but you're, uh, I just want to talk, talk to you for a little bit about y- yourself because you were saying you're you're into that. You're into like get, learning that background yeah. uh, of of the art. Where do, where did that come from? And w- what was the first road there? Like for me, it was because I, I I dig that type of stuff too. Mm-hmm. And it was watching. I don't. I forget how old I was. I was watching a Bugs Bunny cartoon, and 
it was followed by another Bugs Bunny cartoon, and I could tell that the voice was different. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, yet it was still Mel. It was still Mel Blank, but it was he it, got older. He got older, and they changed. Yes, yeah, I had the same experience. <laughs> so yeah. I, that that made me to put me down. You know the the rabbit hole of trying to find a, a dig deep into the behind the scenes. What where was it for you? Where, where did that start? Well, I, I also make cartoon animation myself. I went to School of Visual Arts to study, learn animation, production, um, and Rebecca Sugar went there as well. Oh, um, was she a classmate? or? No, she's. I must be maybe eight, ten years ahead of her in okay. terms of the, the timeline there. I graduated in 2001, okay. and I think she arrived there maybe a year or two later. All right. Um, but so because I, I make cartoon animation myself, I study it. I also teach it. It's oh. just I just think about cartoons all day, every day. So that's oh. what I do. <laughs> so, I can think about worse things yeah. than cartoons. Um, so that's why I have a, a huge interest in the behind the scenes. I don't, you know, just like you described, you probably were just you don't know why, but you were interested in the behind the scenes of, of all kinds of different things when you were growing up. And I was that way. Yeah. Um, and I focused that interest onto into animation. Um, it's, it's broader as well. I mean, I like to watch pictures of how they make, you know, factories make like widgets and <laughs> springs and chains and, you know, mm. I like taking apart things. But that's, that's where it starts. That, that's <laughs> that starts where it started with you, Jake. You were like taking apart stuff around your house, right? Yeah, I, I started making uh like robots and action figures out of like scraps of like plastic and wood and like using motors from like remote control cars to make robots out of like yeah, surrounding yeah. them with scraps and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Now, now I'm crazy. <laughs> 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 now I'm a crazed man. <laughs> I always like to be behind the scenes too, you know, seeing how things are made and being part of a team that's that's producing the thing. So I, I can dig it. Uh, so we're, we're here. We're talking about the Steven Universe, the art and the origins, and you you spoke about how this the 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 series by Rebecca Sugar was inspired by her brother Stephen Sugar who does the, the, the backgrounds and you speak I think one of the things I love about the book is that it's um, it's like a, it's a, a first person narrative you mm-hmm. know I, yeah. I, 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 I love books like that I like when they started writing books like that I was like I'm in mm-hmm. I want all of them so that I, I really love that and you, you speak with Stephen Sugar in here. You mm-hmm. know, you, you speak with just about everybody here. So I'm just curious in, in speaking with him, like how how much do you think of him truly is in Stephen? Oh, yeah. Um, well, he he actually provided us with sort of a concluding uh, quote at the end of the book where he says something like, he's not exactly Stephen and Stephen is maybe more Steven than he is in, in a lot of ways or he's brave in ways that he wishes he could be or something like this um, but yeah I, I had that he, he wrote because uh, it, it, it was a really kind of cool quote I'm sorry I, I told you I, I've got the book yeah <laughs> uh, I, I love the book man he says um, it is an odd thing seeing what Steven has become after being 
handled by so many writers, I don't think it felt like Steven ever was me, just a cartoon inspired by who I am when I was uh, with Rebecca. I think those traits that make Steven Universe great are things that I can relate to, but exaggerate it and idealize. Steven's a mix of strength, innocence, and patience, and unconditional support that makes him into sort of a hero. All those things that he embodies are things that I recognize on some level in myself, but just a little since he's inspired by just a, uh, he's just one part of me. You're right. Uh, that's better than I would have remembered it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was already bungling it. But uh, right, right. He's exaggerated. He's a cartoon. He's not exactly Stephen Sugar, uh, but he's inspired by. Yeah. And Rebecca said uh, she was inspired by the feeling of coming home after school and having her best friend there waiting for her, which was her little brother. Because yeah. they had a really tight relationship. And um, actually, that's how they learned cartooning and storytelling, comics. They did it together. So Really? Just, yeah. just, just starting doing it themselves yeah, when they yeah. were young? Yeah, they described that in the book as well. Like um, That was just their, their growing up. It's one of the ways they related. So it's a real family experience on, on the show. <laughs> that's cool. I, I don't know if I could call my sister. My, I, I, I love my sisters. I love them. I love them to death. I don't know if I call them my best friends. <laughs> I about to say, where's the butt here? What's what's going on? I don't I don't know. I don't know if I can say that, but that that's that's pretty dope. I know Kennedy. You know, of all of us here on Black Tribbles, you yes love Steven Universe. I do. I didn't <laughs> want to. Everyone told me how great this show was, and I was like, shut up, stop it. You know what you're talking about. And then we had Estelle on the show couple months back mm-hmm. and I said well let me see what this is about and now I have watched the entire series at least five times wow <laughs> I'm, I'm a little bit obsessed what did you talk about with Estelle oh uh, we, we talked everything? about her music mostly because mm-hmm. um, she had a, an album coming out so we definitely uh, promoted that a whole lot um, but we talked about her when she came up with her triple designation we found out a whole lot about um, who who she was you know through 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 her her triple name and stuff Biblio Soul Triple, right? Yes, she loves uh, books and shoe shopping. Yes, so that's where her triple designation came from. Um, but she also mentioned, and, and Rebecca mentions it in the, in the book, that Estelle, or particularly uh, one of Estelle's music videos, mm-hmm. was one of the inspirations yeah. behind um, Garnett and, and helped kind of like really fleshing out that character, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's uh, notes that we published right in the book there where there's little scribbles from Rebecca saying, saying like, um, she mentions Estelle by name there. there yeah. It mentions the, the video in particular in the book. I don't remember the name of it right now, but she had it on loop while she was drawing all those conceptual drawings of Garnet, you know, in all these cool poses right. and figuring out not only what she looks like, but how the character's going to move, how it's bending and and shaped and so on. We've got drawings in there from Ian Jones-Cordy as well, who's figuring out the construction of, you know, how exactly these simplified shapes are going to be built on top of each other, like Garnet's hair, what's Garnet's face shaped like, you know, the, the, the torso. He's got a really solid construction in his drawing in there, so it's kind of two images right next to each other Rebecca's drawing uh, gestures so capturing action and motion and mm-hmm. Ian's capturing like the solidity of the of the figure it's a good 
two two images next to each other right there. <laughs> it's just an amazing book, man. It's, it's I mean, I, I'm I'm surprised that they gave you as much access that they did. I mean, because you have like like you say scraps of paper and like like literal post its yeah in here in the book. Like it's like this is a scrapbook of the entire, you know, birthing process of Steven Universe. Yeah, that's what I went out to get. Um they did give me just complete complete access and that that's what why I think the book is successful. Right. Is because I said I'm here for all your stuff. I went out to Burbank. I stayed there for a <laughs> Shook week. everybody down. Yeah. <laughs> Give me your scraps, sugars. Let's go. Hey, hey, I saw you put that one in the drawer. Yeah. Fork it over. Yeah, yeah. I was looking in, you know, in the recycling bins, and you know. Oh, wow, I was joking. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I would go into people's cubicles and, you know, grab stacks of stuff with their permission, and I would tell them to bring bring me more stacks. I was there late every single night. Wow. Scanning um, until I just had to go you know go to sleep right but um that when i go out for these research trips for these books that's that's my big window of opportunity being that i live here in philly right and it's it's a one-time research trip but but the the research doesn't stop there there's always lots of internet transfers and conversations mm -hmm. interviews and and so on but that's that's the major art gathering that happens on these these art books now that i'm I'm working on a third one right now. So, oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Can, can you say what that's about? Yes, uh, I'm working on a new oh. book about BoJack Horseman. Yo, you oh. my man! You my man! Oh, my man's in him. Oh, listen, I have a horse head yeah. that I rock all the time, and I'm gonna get a sweater, and I'm gonna have a glass. In my hand, <laughs> I'll just fall down everywhere I go. Jason is going to be on your front steps every day <laughs> you now. You don't understand. <laughs> like, I binge watch every season of that. Like, when uh, the newest one came out, that was like maybe a day and a half. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I had to watch it that quick too. I mean, I enjoyed it, but I'm since yeah. I'm working on the book. <laughs> yeah, it definitely took a darker turn. Yeah. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Dark is Wait, which not, one? Yeah. Dark oh, is not the word. <laughs> season three's ender was, was 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 dark, but four like as a whole was just like very like let me dive deep into Bojack's like <laughs> psyche. It was dope. Yeah, yeah, like please tell me that you plan for this book to be, you know, maybe a a little bit lighter fare. There's a the there's a Zoloft pill at the end of the book. <laughs> <laughs> For real, man. For, so, so how do you go about choosing the, the 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 series that you choose to do these deep dives in? Because you've got the choosing, the choosing. Because we got choose, Steven Universe. I choose Garag. You're working on Bojack Horseman. You got the Adventure Time book, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. Like, uh, how do you? Go oh no, I I love all three of the shows that I did right. books about, and I'm just it's just they I'm lucky they came to me from my editor at Abrams. Okay, he said. Yeah, there's some kind of process that happens where they, the uh, publisher and the people who own the show talk and get together and say, we're going to make a book. And then they come to me. Abrams okay. does. Uh, so come I'll just, on. it's just a mysterious process. <laughs> just putting I, it out there right now. I brought that one up. Yeah, gumball no is word at on work. That Bro. No word on that one yet. Gumball is at work. I'm crossing all of my fingers now. I think they make that in uh, in London too, don't they? I think so. Yeah, I'm not that sure. That would be a nice trip. I'm about to say, right? Chris is, he's just, he's just, it, like, I'm looking out for you. I in the vacation. 
I'm looking out for so, you. So when you went over to Burbank, did you go to the Cartoon Network itself? Yeah. Because that's yeah, where yeah. I, I went over there. Mm-hmm. I was just over there, and I was – because they have the two buildings, the, the white building and the black building. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. I thought it was just one space, and then I went in. I was like, oh, there's two of them. That's right. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the short one on the corner is like three or four stories, yeah. maybe only three. But uh, that's where Adventure Time is made and Steven Universe and yeah. a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, I love that building. That building. And then over in the, the black building, I know oh, we, we talk. We both know LaShawn Thomas, right? Yeah. He, he was over there making something at one point when I think I was doing the Adventure Time book. Um, I don't know what he was doing there, but he was there. I think that might have been Cannon Busters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, I'm assuming that your editors are only going to have you doing books about current projects. Do you ever get a chance to do archival work on shows that aren't being made anymore or, or didn't you know, have the run that the studio would have hoped for? I, that hasn't come up um, because there's, there's definitely some commercial interest involved and in right. all, you know, all the people involved, all the companies involved, they want to make sure they're able to sell enough books. Um, the first book I did, which is how I fell into book design, was uh, a book about Ralph Bakshi. Oh, wow. So if you're a cartoon fan, historian. Sweet. <laughs> You'll know Yo, his, about Ralph. He had some weird yes. stuff, man. Did you Were you able to get your hands on any like old stuff? I was in Ralph's uh, archives, digging oh, through everything boy. with my co-author, John M. Gibson, and uh, we put out a book. I think it was in 2008 or six. I am not good at remembering things. But it was the uh, says the archivist. <laughs> That's why I write things down, you know. That's right, right, right. And uh, put them in a book. Um, we, the question was about, uh, do we make? Do I ever make a book that, about a project from the past? And that was a retrospective of Ralph's work, because he hasn't, he didn't have anything out at the time, right. coming out right then. But, um, but he had done so much. Yeah, he's a major figure in animation and filmmaking history and television. Um, And so we that was we somehow got that book. We pitched that book. Uh, John M. Gibson was the the author, basically the writer. Okay, I was credited as the the co-author. It was very much co-producer of this book, researching, talking to Ralph and interviewing. But then I was primarily the designer on on that project. And that's how I got into book designing, too. Oh, that, so. that, that was your first like uh, book design? Yeah, 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 yeah. We said, we have this project. They said, can you design it? I said, sure. So then I was a book designer. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it takes. Yeah. That's all it takes. We're going to take a quick pause for the cause, ladies and gentlemen, and then we'll be back with Chris McDonald. We're going to get him into the Tribble Nation. We're also going to uh, get more into the behind-the-scenes world of Steven Universe, uh, find out exactly you know the, the secret origins of all of the your favorite characters from that show. What's your favorite character, Steven Universe character? God. Jeez, I got to pick one? Right after this message here <laughs> on Black Tribbles Prime, coming to you on WPPMLP, Philadelphia. We'll be right back. Some say I have no direction, that I'm a light speed distraction. 
That's a knee-jerk reaction. Still, this is the final frontier. Everything is so clear. To my destiny I steer. This life in the stars is all I've ever known. Stars and stardust in infinite space is my only home. But the moment that I hit the stage, thousands of voices are calling my name. And I know in my heart it's been worth it all of the while. And as my albums fly off of the shelves, handing out autograph pics of myself, this life I chose isn't easy, but sure is one heck of a ride. At the moment that I hit the stage, I hear the universe calling my name. And I know deep down in my heart I have nothing to fear. And as the solar wind blows through my hair, knowing I have so much more left to share, a wandering spirit who's tearing its way through the cold atmosphere. I fly like a comet, soar like a comet, crash like a comet. I'm just a comet. Back live here on WPPMLP, Philadelphia, 106.5 FM on your FM dial, ladies and gentlemen, phillycam.org slash radio, where I invite you to tune in every, every Saturday from 12 to 2 for two hours of Philadelphia movie madness on your radio. It kicks off at 12 o'clock here on WPPM with Philly on location with Jordan calling as they do a a look at the Philadelphia film scene, looking at your actors and favorite movies done in, set in, or about the city of brotherly love. And that is followed at 1 p.m. by The Michaud Mission. Two men, one podcast, every black film ever made. That is goes on here on WPPM 12 to 2 every Saturday. Right there. All right. We're back live here on Black Tribbles Prime with Chris McDonald. Hello. <laughs> oh, goodness. Smooth jazz featuring Chris O'Donnell and the Black Tribbles. Yeah, man, you are trying to take our quiet job. Quiet storm. <laughs> it's a quiet storm. It's the Black Tribbles with Chris McDonald. Yes. Well, I always wanted to come here. Well, <laughs> Don't get comfortable. I, I see him just taking our show. Uh, no, 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 no. He can told. This is he's doing research. Len, let the yeah. man work. Okay. Yeah, we might get a book out this. <laughs> like, let black the man tribbles. work. What is you doing? Learn about these black tribbles. Mm. <laughs> Y'all gonna give up the tapes though? What tapes? Yeah, okay. Uh, there's some tapes I ain't gonna let nobody get away. I don't even I don't I don't even know what a tape is. What? All of a sudden you just hear me with a hammer in the back. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> smell I don't smoke. Know what, I don't know what tapes you're talking about. Yeah, you smell smoke and bleach. Yeah, right. <laughs> We're back with Chris O'Donnell. We actually just uh, during the break we found out that um, we have a listener that actually is one of your students. Uh, hey, John. <laughs> oh my, oh my. He's like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, hey, yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. 
That's, that's, he's that's, listening right now? Yeah. Yeah. Yo, he gonna show up in class the next day like, yeah, yeah, I got a shout out on the radio. <laughs> got a new strut. Just yeah, I mean, just <laughs> Yeah, but where's your assignment, though? He'd be like, oh. <laughs> and just slow it. Just Homer walking back out. Yeah, just slow, just in reverse. Right. That must be pretty cool because you, you teach at UArts as well as more College of Art teaching the, the next wave of, of animators. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I love teaching too. And it's, I, I can't do it more than like two classes a semester because I've got so many other things right. I'm trying to do. Right. Uh, yeah. So, but it, but it's not um, a bad thing. It's a good thing because it, with meeting all the students every semester, so much energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love to help. Right. You know, uh, people find their voice with animation and just, but it, it helps me too. I mean, that's the cliche teachers talk about all the time, <laughs> but it's true. I'm, I'm curious with the, with the, um, you know, the explosion of, uh, 3D and computer animation now. Mm-hmm. Um, is it still true that the the building blocks of animation though is the the 2D drawing? Sure. Yeah, I, I uh, emphasize that in all the classes I do. Just the fundamentals of of animation. Um, the same exercises that they were doing when they first you know started developing the art form are the same ones that are. Uh, that we do in class today, you know, we start with the bouncing ball. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say we had to do that. Yeah, in class. do the walk cycles. Do, but you study the principles of animation that have been put into lots of different books. But there's the the illusion of life. That's that famous book by the some of the uh, Disney artists. Yeah, um, that sort of codified the uh, a lot of the things that just have st- stood the test of time in terms of what how do you animate what is like the the science and the art of it and uh it equally applies to 3d for sure and not only that if you can draw you've really written your own ticket so i i keep saying like let's get the basics down let's learn perspective basic bits of perspective learn how to draw you know these fantasy objects in space right simplify them imagine everything as round and deep into the the canvas yeah so i try to get everyone excited about that because it's going to be their ticket if they can really like you said if you you if you can draw that's that's, if you can draw that's it yeah if you can imagine drawing whatever you wanted to do you know whatever you wanted to draw and just have it come out right that's the goal Uh, Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Yeah. Well, no, his, uh, he, you had a better setup than I did. I had, to, I was teaching at Germantown High and teaching like how to how to make comic books and like how to make manga, and that was difficult. Yeah. Because there would be like out of like twenty kids in the room, there was like eight who were serious about it. Well, but yeah. then the rest were just like literally trying to beat up the, <laughs> the other kids. I was just like, ugh. You you, see, no, you got I it had... where like people are like, yeah, I want to learn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the goal. You you usually have more than at least half the people who are really excited about it, and then everyone else. At worst, they're just goofing around because they're, you know, they're having a great time. Yeah, uh, with their friends. They're in Cartoon College. Yeah, Cartoon <laughs> College. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to go to Cartoon College. <laughs> I want to go to clown. I want to go to clown college. I'm sending my daughter to Cartoon College. What's up? If <laughs> you're still there in three years. 
fun in your class. <laughs> My daughter's a, a, an artist. I, uh, the one that you signed the book for. Oh, is, is she coming to more I, new arts? I, I, I think she would probably like it. By the way, she melted when I gave her the book. She was like, blah! Awesome. And then the child, the little, the little the picture in the front and all, she melted. Awesome. So, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So, Kennedy, we left. We were to break on a, on a cliffhanger. <laughs> ah, I have so many. I've been thinking. Does it have to be just one? I want one. Yes, Kennedy. I, I can't pick just one. Well, I want one. I can give you several. I want one. Uh, you can't always get what you want, Len. But today, I only want one. We're going to cover them all, but I want to hear one right now. Oh, oh Jesus. All right. This is not my absolute favorite, but it's one of my favorites. Uh, Y6 from the episode of The Zoo. Y six Y six was the the dude that it like was taking care of Greg when he when he got to the human zoo. Um, it was Y six and J ten was the blonde girl, and it was something about the voice actor who did Y 10s portrayal. Just like his cadence was, he was speaking English and it was obviously human language, but he hadn't quite figured out, you know. And it was it was it was sweet in that purity that all the characters in Steven Universe has. There was a, a line where, you know, they were all they were all bathing in the pool, and and Greg was like, "Hey, Y ten, you want to see something cool?" Have you ever heard of a cannonball? And Y ten was like, "No, Greg, I do not know what it is." And it's just like just this uh, just open, pure, like grown behind man, just like, <laughs> Greg, walls do not open. Walls are walls. Just like. <laughs> it, it resonated with with me, um, and I have a hard time now. Every time I meet someone who's named Greg, not calling them Greg. <laughs> okay, that was not. You thought I was going to name a gem, didn't you? I was hoping, but that's fine. All right, fine. so oh. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Jay. That's why you can't always get Stevani. It was like hands down my favorite character. Really, Devani is that Stevani? Stevani. Oh, Stevani. That's the um, the uh, Connie and Steven. Yeah, just like the look, the the design was awesome because there's there was a like you couldn't you couldn't tell exactly you couldn't define Stevani as as a like a, a specific gender or a specific race. Like there was just so much of a a blend there, mm-hmm. uh, even in personality, because there was no like feminine role. Like you know how some characters are like, obviously this is the girl, like this, that, the other thing. Mm-hmm. Like oh, you know, she wouldn't be rough and tumble, but totally was. And like I just the second I I saw Stevie, I was like, that's my favorite character. And I started doing drawings. Of, <laughs> of, of, it was just like ah, I love it. I, I'm wondering. Chris, like, how close to how what Stefani Stevani meant to Jay, and how and how he he uh, uh, received that character? How close is that actually to the origin of that character? Do you know? Oh, um, I don't know. I think how anyone uh, you know experiences the show is very uh, individual. Uh, I think in the book. Or in the show, even um, fusion is described as a as an experience, right? Right. right. Yeah, and I so. think that's a really good word. And and also Rebecca describes 
how fusions can represent different kinds of relationships in the show. That's what they use to sort of explore different stories mm -hmm. about different kinds of relationships. Some are good and some are bad. And I, I thought it was kind of cool and um, eerie a little bit about uh, reading in the book about how the clues were always there from the beginning that Garnet mm -hmm. was a fusion, yet so many people maybe didn't didn't see it right away. Right. You know, even so, oh, so far as when she's introduced, I think she's actually standing on two different gems at at at, at that time, two different colored gems, kind of like representing that you mm -hmm. know, hey, I'm coming from someplace else. You know what I mean? Um, and then th there was a little bit of backlash when some fans figured it out. Right? They, they, there was yeah, there's a little story in the book how uh, fans figured it out, were talking online about it, but it wasn't revealed yet in the show. Right. And they talked about it so much that they talked themselves out of it or something. <laughs> and then <laughs> right. it was a surprise again. I don't know how they tracked who all these common commentators were on the internet. And, but, but yeah, that's how it's relayed in the book there, is that uh, it, was a, it was a theory, a fan theory for a while before it was revealed before it was revealed to that be true. it was true and it was cool because people what people were scared of was when finding out that she was actually a fusion was that does that mean that the character of Garnett may actually go away right at some point which would be not cool no but she always comes back no she does come back but they were <laughs> thinking like does this mean that maybe she might never come back oh I see you I know see. what I mean she, I see. she might I actually see. leave and that's, that's what they were like no <laughs> but but they want to be together all the time that's why that was the beauty of it yeah. that's why Garnet's Garnet Garnet Len what's your favorite character it's like putting people on the spot oh uh, it's easy it, it is Garnet and it's mm. just exactly for what he said it's because when I'm watching Garnet you know maybe it speaks ill of me a little bit here we go. But I just can't imagine that these two people want to be together that much. <laughs> <laughs> that long, that always, so much so that they just are making a whole nother person. I'm like, yo, I don't know if I got, I don't know if that love is in me. I mean, that, that is very remarkable. I've made another person with my wife. I don't even want to work with my wife. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's all the time, all the time. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm going to need 10 minutes. Just like, yeah, I don't want to be me. I just want to be us. Yeah. Nah. Like, oh, that's such a commitment. Yeah, right? <laughs> nah. Like, that's so much work. I'm good. I mean, technically, and maybe not technically, but one could make the argument that, you know, your girl's are Garnet, so to speak, that you are permanently fused with Phoenix Triple because there's physical manifestations of that of that fusion. Nah. Yes, that's true, but we don't cease to be once those <laughs> manifestations start walking and talking. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I, you could still be here and she's home. Right. You know what I mean? No, they, 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 they're together it's all, just the all the time. We just, we cannot be apart because we love each other so much. And especially when you see when they do uh, you know, separate, mm -hmm. you know, they're how they can't function. Yeah. You know, they, they literally cannot function unless they're together. But you, but, but also you can see in their personalities, at least you would wonder like, 
where the p- personalities might even bump up against each other, you know. But mm-hmm. it's still in those bump. It's it's in those bumps that make the connection. The opposites attract. Yeah, man. It's it's so it's so beautiful. Do you, do you have do you have somebody that you you fuse with in your life, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, <laughs> how do you turn this mic off? You know what? I just I gotta get back up to Mount Airy. I just I just remember I have this train, and you know, getting back to Mount Airy is a pain in the butt if you ain't driving. So, later, triples. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's still not ready. He wasn't ready. He was not ready. He's like, who do I disappoint tonight? Right? <laughs> like, oh, about that. Uh, so, Adventure Time—that's your other book. Oh, yeah. I'm giving. Yeah, yeah. Th- yeah. Th- that's your book. <laughs> yeah, just let me off this hook. Ah. Just back. <sighs> that's the that's the other book that that you uh, that you did. Another uh, curiously one that <laughs> Rebecca Sugar got actually her start with at Cartoon Network on. Right. Yeah. She her artwork's in this book also, the Adventure Time book, um, because she started out as a, a revisionist on right. the show. She was hired onto the show, um, and was promoted within a month or two to uh, storyboard artist because. You know, she's got such a definitive voice. Right. And she also brought to the show her, you know, musical talents. She wrote several of the most, I guess you could say, iconic songs on that show. Yeah, um, which just has led to, like, I mean, she's got the songs on, uh, we've been playing a couple of the, the, mm-hmm. the tracks. The songs on Steven Universe are, like, they're beautiful. Yeah. They're so touching. It, like, there's one song that I haven't even played yet because I. It, it, it will it will it will make you sad because it's uh um, is it pearl uh what is the use of feeling blue oh that's um that's the one that yellow diamond sang at yeah. blue diamond when she was mourning pink right okay yeah the, the, the pearl song no i do have the, the it's over don't do it don't yeah, do it that, don't do yeah. it. that one i can't even watch that one like i skipped that song and it's beautifully done just beautiful display of range both visually and musically um but it just i can't think like every time i I hear that song all of the breakups that i've ever had come flooding back and it's like i don't want to think about this right now i just want to see pearl and greg work it out so that we can all go home yeah (laughs) I haven't watched. I haven't watched um, the most recent. Like I know, Steven Universe. You're not even caught up, bro. Well, I mean, no. I've do watched, you even su, bro? I've watched. I watched three seasons so far. Um, there are five. Uh, okay. Okay. I've watched three so far. Uh, but <laughs> still look at me like that, Randy. <laughs> but but that episode, that that one where with her and Greg, where they kind of like work it out. Because yeah, right, Mr. Greg. That's my favorite episode. There are there are two tables that she's about to come over because you ain't caught up. <laughs> I know, like all this space. I, she she gave up. She used to call me weekly. Are you caught up, Len? I'm like, not <laughs> yet. So and then many... she would just bang on me. It's <laughs> <laughs> because there's so many. That's because when you were just starting to catch up, they were wrapping up season five, right, and like right, all of these, right. no pun intended, gems were being dropped, and they were significant to the point where I can't tell you about them if you haven't seen it because, yeah. you know. It, it, it wasn't it's not going to be as impactful as is you know and and at this point the steven universe fandom is at the point where you can like finish each other's sentences without 
You know, you can be like, yeah. yo, did you see? Yup, can you believe? Girl, she was, mm, 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 mm. And that's the conversation. And yeah. you're caught up. You know what I mean? Right. I can't have that conversation with you because you're not, you're not here yet. I need you here. Sorry. <laughs> Speaking of speaking of Pearl, she was purposely calling you from a landline so she could bang on you. Oh, I know, <laughs> I know. Trust. Um, it was like deet. <laughs> uh, speaking of Pearl, what was the? Do you think like the the secret ingredient in, in, in reading the book behind the creation of a Pearl's character? Oh, the character. Um, I know in in the book, the actual design of the character was a puzzle for a while. Yeah. Um, and she went through a whole lot of iterations. Yeah, yeah. She didn't get her distinctive nose for a while. Mm-hmm. There was the the pilot versions of all the characters, the way they looked, mm-hmm. and and then there was extensive design work that Rebecca went went through to get there. And um, in the book, she describes about how she based. Um, each of the main characters kind of like with shapes, you know. Right. So we've got this, the cube of garnet. Um, the sphere represents amethyst. Mm-hmm. And then a cone for, for pearl. It's directional, pointy. Yeah. You know. Um, so, that, so finally she arrived there. And then there's a bunch of other artists that contributed to the designs as well. Um, as crazy as Steven Universe's universe is, and it is, even though, down from the beautiful backgrounds to the the multi shaped characters that are that inhabit this world of uh, Beach Town, Beach, Beach City, City, Beach City. City. I'm sorry, <laughs> it's three it's three seasons. I'm sorry, it's, it's Beach Town, Sea City. No, Beach City, Sea Town, Bayburg, and there's another one that they missed. Sorry. As crazy as it is, Adventure Time. Features some of the most bizarre characters yeah. that I that has ever met. What led you to to doing the Adventure Time book? Was that just another one of the editors came to you and you're like, okay? Well, there there was a connection. Um, I a couple of the people I know from who work on the show, I, I know them from before. Tom Herpick is a friend from from School Visual Arts. Um, he's one of the storyboard artists on the show. And when I was at SVA, a bunch of uh, Friends and I started a like an indie comics publication called. Don't we all? Yeah, <laughs> it was called Meat House, and we put out about nine issues. And we, uh, I also started publishing self-publishing sketchbook anthologies. Cool. Anyway, uh, in one of the anthologies, I got uh, Penn Ward to contribute. So that's he knew about Meat House. He knew about uh, the sketchbook stuff. Mm-hmm. We had corresponded. And uh, when it came time for him to put a book out, he suggested my name because he also had the Ralph Bakshi book. Okay. So that was that was my first uh, relationship also with Abrams as a publisher too. So nice. This was a big book of firsts, and that's what it's it's massive. And uh, you know the the Steven Universe book is different shaped, mm-hmm. um, but they're both chock full of stuff. You just dig in deep, deep. Mm-hmm. What, what, what do you think is because because Adventure Time seems to have too caught the imagination uh, of the world like by storm and became like a big hit for Cartoon Network. Mm-hmm. What do? You, but to me anyway, uh, it has a very different feel 
than Steven Universe. So I'm curious, what do you think it was that was the hook that everybody bought into with Adventure Time? Yeah, I think that they're both of the show's creators definitely have a lot to do with the driving direction mm-hmm. and the writer storyboard artists on on both the shows are hugely influential on the way it, the, the shows unfold as well but they probably starts from the top like uh, in this book the adventure time book uh we talk about how pen was a big dungeons and dragons fan and that that definitely shows that shows in the book in the show right um and then uh, maybe uh, Rebecca enjoyed more kind of science fiction-y stuff. I'm mm-hmm. not sure. Um, but yeah, there's there's probably this the d- overall direction stems from the creators, and that those are two different people right there, Rebecca and Penn. Um, Randy's a big Dungeons & Dragons head. The one episode um, where he's on the train. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like He's, he's doing this thing where him and... Uh, What's the dog's name? I forget the dog's name. Jake. 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 Uh, they're you know they're fighting stuff on this train, and oh, yeah. he keeps getting like more and more powerful. And Jake's like, "Why are we still here?" And you don't really get. They don't really give you an idea of how long they're on there, but it feels like the, like as you're watching the episode, it feels like they're on there forever. And he's just uh, Finn is getting just more and more powerful. He's got all this just stuff <laughs> yeah. hanging off yeah. of him, and he's got all these ridiculous weapons, and they keep doing all this same stuff. And Finn is like. All right, it's time to go. And I've had those campaigns <laughs> where it's just like, all right, can we not do this anymore? You know, you can't. There's no more to do with it. And then you get stuck on a train. See, Adventure Time. I've never laughed so hard. There's one episode, one scene out of one episode where the deer was licking all the candy people <laughs> and like kind of cocooning them in the sewers. <laughs> and this deer jumps up, trips, and, <laughs> and breaks his legs by just hoofing his legs. And they just snap like just d- d- dry twigs. And he's, and the, the way they're drawn, they're just mad hilarious. And I was in tears. I had to replay it so many times because I just... I, the second that happened, I missed the rest of the episode because I was just like cracking up. I laughed at that too. I don't know why that's funny. <laughs> it was so it was funny. Cut. It's good timing. Yeah. You know, the way they break. And they, yeah. It was that just same like deer sn- pulls off its hooves at the end and wiggles its fingers. fingers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The hooves were gloves with the, like, human fingers. And then James Baxter. No one ever remembers James Baxter. It's a horse balancing on a ball. And he just be he's in the background just chilling. <laughs> He'll just hey. random. Yeah, you know, it's so random. I love that show. And of course it's animated by the real James Baxter, the uh the Disney and animator. That that's that's the hook there, of course. Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah. And they, they, they started doing spin off stuff like with like Cartoon Hangover and like they did uh Bravest Warrior. Oh yeah, Penn. And Penn did Penn that, did yeah. Additional stuff, yeah. No man, see, I, I have to give Adventure Time another chance. Another ch- chance. I tried to get into Adventure Time, and there was something about it. it was just a little bit. I don't know. Maybe it's just a little bit too surreal. Too. Mm-hmm. It, it, it just didn't hook my my very old senses. I guess I don't know. Did you start from the beginning? No, I I did kind of like just drop in and said, mm-hmm. "Let me watch it, see if I can't." See, that's difficult because it's kind of episodic. 
But is it even it, more I so mean, than like, Steven? Because I mean, Steven follows, Universe is episodic. Mm-hmm. But like it's, but it has like a a line that you have to follow because like characters progress. And like yeah. you'll you'll jump in right now. You'll be like just randomly something like why does Finn have a metal arm? And there's like seasons of why that happened. Okay, and like yeah, there's progression. That's probably like I was actually having a conversation with a friend about a, uh, one of the shows that I love, and I know Kennedy really enjoys uh, the Venture Brothers, mm-hmm. and I love that show. But it has gotten to the point where if you haven't watched that show from the beginning, you're going to be lost. You're 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 not even enjoying it because almost like the whole 22 minutes of that of the show is an in joke. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's <laughs> it's all for you know for the longtime fans. They're doing it for us. You know what I mean? Um, but the the beautiful thing about, you know, uh, Adventure Time, Steven Universe, as much as they are doing it for people like you, Jay, and everyone else, they haven't been around forever. You can still find find your way. I think it sounds like from Adventure Time, I definitely need to start with season one. Yeah. Go back to the beginning. It's recommended. Okay. All right. I'm going to do it. All right. Is it weird that it has, like, this, like, apocalyptic story like the world ended and Finn is like the only human that survived and all the inanimate objects are what came to life due to like all the like devastation yeah. <laughs> well that's one of my favorite things about the, the how the show unfurled was that that post-apocalyptic world that you learn about wasn't they didn't come up with that when they first pitched and started making the show they came up with that after the fact yeah. Oh really? Yeah, that's yeah. Because it was like very adventure, just like in a, a, a D and D adventure. Okay, and then yeah. they started with like the backstory of like the Ice King, and then you right. started going back and seeing like how there was actually like other humans, and mm-hmm. you know like like how he became the Ice King, which is a like really sad story. Oh, oh. <laughs> like, it's a so sad story. Yeah. And now every time you see the Ice King, you're like. Oh man! Like you know, he's silly when you first meet him, but then when you learn like how he became silly and like why he's like messed up in the head, you're just like, "Wow! How is this for kids? Like, how is any of this for kids?" Right? No, oh, man, that's crazy. The worst part about it uh, was like the 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 theory that the whole thing is like Finn is in a coma, and the whole thing is happening in his head. Yo, somebody drew that somewhere, and it was like a picture of this kid just in a hospital bed, like all wired up and stuff, and his dog just sitting there, like at his feet. And uh, and that was it was, it was, it was just like, like Jake. And, yeah, and it was like and it was like all of Adventure Time is happening in this kid's head. I'm like, why would you do that? Because <laughs> it would make re- mad sense. You're like, right? You're gonna make something that's got all this sad that much sadder. Thank you, thank that's, you very much. That's the that's the Saint Elsewhere. Uh, ending that was that was yeah famously the last episode of Saint, Saint Elsewhere. Elsewhere. It was the kid. The kid had the it autistic. in the snow globe and all right. that stuff. Yeah, and you nice find out. You, you think that it's the the autistic kid's head digging deep. Well done. Yeah, well, this is old. Yeah, time does that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I I too am a vampire with you, Len. I understand. Thank you. I remember that Saint Elsewhere was that work though. Yeah, that was that that was a show. That was Denzel, first Denzel. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, Chris, the book is Steven Universe, Art and Origins, and also the Adventure Time book. The, uh, the title of the Adventure Time book is... The Art of Ooh. The Art of Ooh. The Art of Ooh. There's got to be a story behind that title. 
<laughs> well, the world is ooh. The world is, yeah. Yeah, it's ooh. See, I don't know. is, <laughs> ah, <laughs> uh, I showed up. <laughs> and you can get this book. It's available everywhere. Everywhere that uh, fine books are, are sold, go to the bookstore. It's there. Go online. It's there. Check it out. Buy it. I'm trust. Believe me, you will not be disappointed. Um, and and by it, it, I like it, that they're hardbacks. I love their hardbacks, and just yeah. the layout of the books are beautiful. The, you did the, oh, thank the, you. the layouts of the books. Yeah, yeah. The book yeah. books. You you are you're that dude. I I you're giving my man Chip Kid a run for his money. <laughs> I, I I like myself some Chip Kid, man. You're giving him a run for his money. Trust me. <laughs> I, I really really am, am enjoying oh, the thank book. Thank you. Um, but the time has come now, Chris. Yeah. For you to become one with the Tribble Nation. And that it means that you have to come up with a triple designation that kind of indicates where your geek lies. You know, you've been listening to the Bat Tribble, Storm Tribble, Spider Tribble, Tribbles of all shapes and sizes here. You've heard that Estelle is a, it's a Tribble. Mm. We want to make you a Tribble. Oh, thank you. But to do that, you have to come up with your own Tribble designation. What will it be? Uh, I was thinking maybe... You could call me 2D Tribble because of my love for cartoons of all sorts. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. Makes sense to me. (laughs) What? (laughs) That'll work. That will work, but it won't be official. Not until the Master Tribble, the creator of the Tribble Oath of Allegiance himself, swears you in. All right, so it's a fairly painless procedure from here on out. Mm-hmm. After it, we need blood and urine, but that's after. <laughs> so, it's, repeat after me. You can read that anyhow, so you may as well. <laughs> I'm a triple furry. I'm a triple true. I'm a triple furry. I'm a triple true. From the way I roll to the way I coo. From the way I roll to the way I coo. So shall it be said. So shall, shall it be, be done. done. <laughs> Welcome to D Triple. <laughs> All right. Oh my God. We need to have him do our sound drops. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let me go get the cup. We gotta get that urine and that blood. Hold on, I'll be right back. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. Get, get, t- give him a drop. We need. He, he needs a drop to say real quick. While well, it's being recorded, let's do it. Let's do it. Go, Kennedy. What can he say? Uh, hi. This is Chris McDonald. Uh, this, this is this is uh, uh, O'Donnell. McDonald. Yeah, but I'm thinking like animator, educator. Uh, 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 archivist. <laughs> there's so many. There's so many. So many accolades here. We can lay on top of this. This is author. This is author Chris O'Donnell, and you're listening to Black Tribbles. Man's name is Chris McDonald. Chris McDonald. Yeah. That would have been great if it was. But the- <laughs> <laughs> make your name whatever you want. Your name is Two D Tribble. All right, Let's cut all that out now. <laughs> Say this is this is this is author Chris McDonald, and you're listening. Also known as Two D Tribble. And you're listening to Black Tribbles. This is author Chris McDonald, also known as 2D Tribble. And you're listening to Black Tribbles. <laughs> That's butter. Smooth as eggs. <laughs> Dripping down my neck. <laughs> Smooth as eggs. Chris, that was wonderful. Yeah, thank you. Woo! Thank I you so much. my own sample. Oh, yeah. Of, of, uh, yeah, I was still collecting fluids. I'm sorry. Ew. <laughs> I apologize for Jay. <laughs> He's that crazy cousin that we have to explain. Well, we're going to get in trouble in, 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 later in the year. Mm-hmm. You and I. 
Mm-hmm. We're going to get into trouble. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. All right. I got plans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got plans. I got plans. <laughs> no police needed. <laughs> never mind. Oh, what we call? Come on. You ain't going to snatch the mic and then be like, never mind. I was just going to be like, don't forget plan B. But he said he got plans. So I guess he already got plan B, C, D. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, Chris, thank you so much. Thank, thank you so much for taking the time to, to, to come and rap with us. And you're local, so the doors are always open. All right. Once a triple, always a triple. Yeah, you ain't company no more. Yeah. Now you're <laughs> Yeah, especially when that BoJack Horseman book drops, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Next I, year. Uh, I can't wait. I, I cannot. I cannot. And, and, you know, hey, if you're off, if, you know, if your editor's looking for something, you know, they're... There's a certain show that's going to be coming back for his an historic third season next year that it might be nice to have a little book to coincide with that. And I'm just saying, Young Justice is happening, bro. You know what I mean? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. All right. <laughs> He's like, yes, sign the check, let's go. Right. He hasn't said no yet. So he says no to Rebecca, he says yes to everybody. He's like, whatever, I'll do it, yes. I mean, if we, well, still, if okay. we, if we throw them out there, what's, what's up with the boondocks? I'm saying, where Aaron at? Yo. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're going through the Cartoon Network library. Yeah. Let's go for boondocks. Let's get, the editor, get my editor on the phone. Yeah. What's his, what's his number? What's his name? What? <laughs> All right, we got an outline. We can call him now. It's Shoot. only seven something on the West Coast. <laughs> exactly. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a pause for the cause, and then uh, we will be right back because, oh, I think we, we've got winners. We've got we've got prizes to give away tonight Ooh. here on uh, Black Tribbles. And, uh, but first, uh, Jess for Kennedy, as she snatches off the earphones from Steven Universe. Why would you do this to me? Ladies and gentlemen, it's over. Oh. Here on Black Tribbles Prime, so WPPMLP 106.5 FM. I love it. Such a great song. <laughs> <sighs> 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 I was fine with the men who would come into her life now and again I was fine cause I knew that they didn't really matter until you I was fine when you came and we fought like it was all some silly game over her who she'd choose after all those years I never thought I'd lose It's over, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it over? It's over, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it over? You won, and she chose you, and she loved you, and she's gone. It's over, isn't it? Why can't I move on? War and glory Reinvention, fusion, freedom, her attention Out in daylight, my potential Bold, precise, experimental Who am I now in this world without her? Petty and 
soul with the nerve to doubt her. What does it matter? It's already done. Now I've got to be there for her son. It's over, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it over? It's over, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it over? You won and she chose you and she loved you and she It's over, isn't it? Why can't I move on? It's over, isn't it? Why can't I move on? Back, ladies and gentlemen. Black Tribbles Prime. That is a beautiful song. Ah, just, just. Mm, mm, mm. That is a really that whole episode. Mr. Yeah. Greg was like Steven Universe on Broadway, and everybody pulled out all the stops. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, just. Ugh. It's 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 incredible when, I mean. I, it's not unheard of, of course, now, you know, in the world of like Simpsons has been on for 55 seasons for an, an animated show to be able to to have an adult audience just really transfixed to it. Mm-hmm. But it really is, I think, something different when a show can appeal to, to children, appeal to adults and hit them both at the same level for different reasons for totally different reasons you know and um there are very few and far between that hit that sweet spot um and i think steven universe is it really is that there's something different about it i i i really have that sense this will go down as like one of the 10 best animated series ever i'd say so already yeah yeah already already you know what i mean um and speaking of animated series there's an animated series i've been i've been saving for us to get on the air to talk to to tell you i don't know if you guys are watching it. i i i if i don't even talking to him i know jay's watching it, I watch it. on netflix <laughs> called big mouth that show is crazy this show is insane yeah, I put yo. on my yo. It's well, by, you have it's, to watch this. It's yo. by Nick Kroll of um, what was that uh, football show that he was um, uh, fantasy the, football? The, the league, the league, the league. That, that's where I knew him from. But I know he's done a, a bunch of other stuff. Uh, he's one of uh. the executive producers on this show. It's basically it's basically a bunch of thirteen year olds, twelve or thirteen year olds dealing with puberty. Hilarious! It is the funniest thing I've ever Hilarious. seen in my life. Yo. Like the hormone monster, yo, has me cracking up every episode. So pretty much, like you know, sometimes young boys when they're going through puberty and you know they're um, sprouting hairs all over the place. Uh, sometimes blood kind of flows to their nether regions without warning and for no cause, apparently. And every time this happens, there's just a hormone demon that comes out. I was like, hey, you might as well rub one out. Otherwise, you'll never get rid of me. <laughs> like, in school, at home, sleepovers, wow. doesn't matter. Just hanging I'm over just... his shoulder, but no one else can see him. So it's just like his his <laughs> devil on his shoulder, and it's, it's it's a representation of his hormones. And it comes out at the most inopportune. And, and it's... And it, it says the weirdest stuff. But it's so real. because Everybody says weird stuff. Because you're looking like... 
the young boy is looking at at some like his teacher. And he's getting turned on by his teacher. So, like, the hormone monster, like, hey, we got to go do this. We got to go to the bathroom. So, you know, he goes to the bathroom. And as he's doing what he's got to do. Handling his business. It starts with the image of his teacher. But you find out, like, he'll end on a tomato. Yo, what if the tomato used to crack me? Yeah, because your mind, is, it just goes all over the place. Because it's hard to focus. Exactly. When you get in there, and he's just like, ah, oh, no, why am I thinking about tomato? And then that's how he ends. Like, and he's so confused. Hey, but, and then the, then the girl. I'm about to say, because then it, the girl goes through it. I'm about to say, this sounds really, uh, no, because the no, white chromosome The girl goes. guys and girls. The, girl, the girls go through puberty, and then there's one epic episode. I think this may have been the most recent one that I've watched, um, where the <laughs> girl, her hormone monster, introduces her to her vagina and so she she the little girl is see you see her there with like a mirror you know looking and like the vagina's like oh hey i've been waiting to see you oh you're just everything i thought you're so cute and then they start giggling together <laughs> making jokes like they're like new best friends and then he's like oh we'll get together trust me like <laughs> like she introduced her around like oh but there there's the clitoris and this is the yeah don't mind my neighbor they're in a hole like trust me and then she's like oh i'm just fun. kidding she's she's sweet she you'll love her <laughs> all right i'll check it out it's hilarious D- danae watches it and she's like cracking up watching this show. Big Mouth is what it's yes. called. Yes. On Netflix. I, oh, there's one episode where it, where it ends with the hormone monster describing the father's like lower region because he accidentally like walked in. No. There's one episode where, I was, they, where I was they, go, they go for a sleepover over their friend's house and their friend introduces them to the, uh, his magic pillow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, <laughs> Are you telling telling us that you have sex with your pillow? And he's like, I totally have sex with my pillow. And then he gives a recipe for how he has sex with his pillow. Like how to make it feel like... like Wait a minute. You're forgetting the whole part when the pillow got pregnant. And and he has to deal with that. And like him and the pillow are having a conversation. He's like, I'm only 13. Like, I'm a kid. Like, I'm not ready to be a parent. And the pillow's like throwing up feathers in the morning. Like, Like morning sickness. It is the funniest new show. I, yo, I, I'm telling you, like, when I was, I was crying. I was crying on the floor. I was sitting at first. And then I was on the floor just like in tears laughing. All right. I'll check it out. It's good. All right, it's it's everyone uh, who's watching has been like, yeah, because it's 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 real. It is real. It's real, like, but you, it's not animated. No, it's no, animated. it's animated. No, it's animated, but not. I mean, like the feel of it, because they talk about like the awkwardness that you went through as a you know as a teen going into puberty, and and from both sides, you know what I mean, like. It's like real, but it's like the kinds of things that like parents would never really say to your kid or like shouldn't. You know what I mean? Oh, like it's, it's the stuff you would stuff. think about like the, as you were going through the awkward. The years. one mother is look is sitting at the dining room table. They're eating dinner, looking at her son, and she's like, "Oh, you're so cute. Oh, I just want to, I just want to put you right back up inside me." <laughs> <laughs> yo, it's such a weird. Yo, that that totally. If yeah. and when I have kids, that sounds like some, something I would say. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's, that sounds like something I, there's I, a I can't point. There's going to be a point watching this series. You're going to be like, yeah, I think I would say that. 
and you're like, wow, that was me when I was like, there's going to be a scene. Because they, they touch on like every possible scene that you as a teenager have like went through. From it, It's so good. It's such, I already watched the whole thing. And Maya, Maya Rudolph is the voice of the um, the hormone monster. There you go. For for the for girl. For the girl. For the girl. And her accent that she puts on for it is hilarious. Oh yeah. Oh the, the, the episode where the girl has to get like her first bra. Oh, that and was they were all reading the book. Yeah. And the boys are like, What do you mean girls get turned on? Like, oh wait, she's wearing a red bra. You know what that means. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you just gotta watch it. Kennedy yeah, you gotta watch so it. So good. It I said that like three times already. Okay. Oh. I know, but they can't stop. Sorry. Uh, you it know, you good. know. After the show, the three of us are like, or maybe, did you see it, Randy? All right, so the three of us are actually gonna probably have a little powwow, just like, yo, what about that scene? Like, it's so stupid. I didn't know you guys were peeping this show. This no, show this is, is so magical. You know what? You know what happened? Because it was like a Saturday night. It was like eleven thirty, maybe like two something in the morning. And it's just you're on Netflix. You're like, what is this? I'm just gonna put it on real quick, real and, quick. You like, you know, and then like next thing, you know, you're three episodes in, and you're just cracking up. Yeah. Just funny. I, it's so funny. Like it's crude, but it's clever, and it's just laugh out loud funny. And I was like, wow, this is a really dope show, and I just couldn't stop watching it. Like it's funny. It's very funny. It's, uh, Nick Kroll does the voice. Nick Kroll and the comedian John Mulaney do the voices of the uh, the, the boys, the, the two boys, and it's, the parents are funny. The parents are funny. Oh. It's it it is it's insane. You know, you know, if this series gets like maybe one more season, this may be you know uh, Chris, the the author that was in here. This might be his 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 gateway into maybe some more adult fare in his books. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that might be cool. It might be cool. I can see, I can see Chris. I think Chris would like. I might yeah, have to have a talk with him. I think this would be a serious talk. His type of series. Mm. I mean, you heard his laugh. It, it sounded dirty. Oh yeah, quite. <laughs> like a Barry White. Like a like a dirty like a dirty Barry White. Let me let me draw this. Barry, dirty White Hormone monster. That's, that's a- I don't sound right. Yeah, I'm horn. I mean, it's a, hey, it's a cartoon white. that has the ghost, <laughs> it has the ghost of Duke Ellington in. Guys, I'm okay. going to watch. No, it. we're just talking we're about done, how we're, we're done, just we're done, we're done, we're done, we, we're done. We, and we got to we got to give away. We got this this meme thing. We this got challenge. This meme, oh yeah. This meme. Oh, yeah. This meme challenge. Now now uh, Isaiah, get on get on the line because you, uh, you're the one that came up with this idea. So 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 you own it. Explain yourself. Right 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 right. So all right, let me just turn this this way. All right, so. uh Bad Triple has sent a picture uh, to to the squad, and I thought it was just outwardly hilarious. So I was like, hey, can I just borrow this? Can I meme it? He said, yeah, go ahead. So I turned it into a challenge. And uh, with that, simple uh, rules were simple. You had until 8.30 p.m. today in order to get your, boy, what are you, get get your meme in. (laughs) To get your meme in. And, um... Who, whoever had the funniest uh, via the bat triple, whichever one he thought was funniest, would win. Uh, what the winner of this meme challenge gets is they are able to pick the topic of discussion for a show in November. And as well, if they want to come through the studio, they also can come through and be a part of the show live. And as well, they also win a grand prize handpicked by the bat triple himself. So with that poll. Be- <laughs> 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 well, yeah, you got to describe so, the picture. Oh, all right. So for those who uh, may have missed it, uh, it's floating around all throughout social media. It is the Bat Triple and his uh, his girl Tawana and he, Lily Triple, Lily Triple, 
and he is uh, doing the thing, uh, tongue out. He working the pole. He working that pole. He got some bills to pay. So on a party bus. Yes, and uh, that or party bus is. For what? <laughs> hey, do what you gotta do. Sometimes that private dancer life. Private but, uh, dancer. Apparently, you I know Tribble. <clears throat> Tough times. Um. Anyway. What you want me so, to do? with that being said, yeah, that, party oh, bu- that party bus was lit. Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that party bus is gonna be dog. used for something later. So something special. Y'all see. Um. So yeah, I I. It was it's insane. We got a lot of people. I didn't think people. I was like, sure, go ahead and do this. I figured we'd get like mm. two people. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> so like, oh my god, everybody like having fun with uh, my stupid butt. Um, yep. Especially like Mayor Tribble. Mayor Tribble. I didn't even know he knew Photoshop. He like, <laughs> <laughs> he, like broke down, got like dollar dollar bills in his joint. A crystal ball. <laughs> I mean, like, all right, Mayor Tribble. Let's see what you're doing, bro. You you came close to winning. You came close to winning. Um, you, we got um, we had thought theory. I'm about to say, give us some runners up. Okay, well, you've got you've got the. I'm, let's see. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm kind of using. We can my post phone. on Facebook after we get off though. All right, 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 right. right, right. right. Well, I gotta I, you gotta tell In me five what minutes. All right, I know one was from thought theory and Star hers, Dribble. right? And hers was when the henny hits, and that was, <laughs> <laughs> that was outright hilarious. That is to me. totally. I've seen I've seen Len do that when the Henny hits. <laughs> I've seen it. Um, another hey, he one. He don't be drinking that brown liquor, so you know. <laughs> another one I can remember off the top of my head was uh, from Sailor Solar Flare Triple is when the direct deposit hits. Yep. So that one you can just start spending, <laughs> throwing ones everywhere, doing what you want. You happy? And I know one was where Justice League versus or no Justice League collides with Magic Mike. I think that was from <laughs> La Bestia. Yeah, La Bestia. Yep. <laughs> and then, um, well, the winner. Uh, I'll let Len get to that one. That one. I'm trying one to. Fi- I'm trying to find here, it. Here, give me, give me your phone. I can, I can find it real fast. I don't know where, where I it got is. You, I got you. But, the, but the winner, believe it or not, and it's, it should uh, surprise no one. The person who had the most fun. With a meme about me, uh, would be my my arch enemy uh, on the Black Geeks, Big Baba Rob. Hey, yes, <laughs> it's so funny because in the meme, I'm you know I'm on the pole and tongue all talk about some I don't see nothing wrong. Hey, and he says he says when you need to buy a new Batmobile, but the bank closes your line of credit. To the back pole, make that money. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that was. <laughs> and we all know Batman's pole goes I, I the just, cave to the den. Right, 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 right. I just, I, I had questions about your sneakers in that picture, Len. Wow. I started to be like, well, what are those? What the Air Force Ones? Or were they okay? They look like metal, like. New Balance uh-uh. S7. Nah, they Air Force Ones. Okay, excuse me. Yeah. I ain't never seen <laughs> Air Force Ones before. Ain't nothing wrong with a New Balance, though. Yeah, but there's the, there's the New Balances, and then there's New Balance like seven forty golf sneaks, like every every dad sneak ever. Like a New Balance that's still pending. <laughs> <laughs> a negative. Oh, watch out for it. Oh, you ain't get that. I didn't get that. You didn't I get didn't get that. Get her. She almost she almost Her took a loss. Was like bye. <laughs> That'd have been fantastic. Air chair is about to go for a dip. <laughs> no, those are Air Force Ones. Chris, Chris White Air Force One. Oh, excuse me. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So, yeah, so Big Baba Rob, you're the winner. Um, so you get to select the topic for a show in November. 
as well as if you want to get on your 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 big baba rob you can come riding up here and sit in with the show and i will allow you to choose a gift of your choice from this huge bag of loot crate loot crate swag that i've got i was like what <laughs> that comes in loot crates now <laughs> so loot crack he was <laughs> Give me them. So there you go, the Big Bob Rob. Yo, shout out, bro. You know, you, you know, you're my boy, man. And uh, so come up, holla at us in November. We got to get out of here, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks to Chris O'Donnell, McDon- Chris McDonald, McDonald, Steven Universe, the Arts and Origins, D two triple, D two D two D two D two D. What is wrong with all of you people? All right, it's late. It's late. Cut. It's late. We got to get out of here. Take two. Go to the Real Sisters <laughs> of the Diaspora Film Festival in New York. Go to realsisters.com for more dot information. Dot. She said dot .org. Realsisters.org. Realsisters.org. Yeah. We're jacking up all the plugs. It's time to get out of here. <laughs> the show will be available where you found it when you're listening <laughs> for all the troubles that are this in is, here. This is velvet. It's beautiful. <laughs> we got to get out of here. In parting, we say healing frequencies closed, Captain. Wow.